Hi, thanks for downloading the next chapter of The Butcher. I just wanted to let you know that if you want to buy the full audiobook at a discounted price, you can head over to nathanburrows.com forward slash audio. Alternatively, you can buy a full price copy at any audiobook store. The Butcher is also available on Kindle Unlimited, ebook and print format, all via Amazon. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy the story. Chapter 11 How can I sodding well turn left when it's a field? Emily swore at her sat-nav as it suggested, yet again, that she take the next turning on the left. With a quick glance in a rear-view mirror to make sure there wasn't anything behind her, she stopped the car and looked at the paperwork on her passenger seat. She got the right postcode, but for some reason the sat-nav didn't have a clue where she was. Still swearing under her breath, she put the car in gear and carried on down the lane, peering through the windscreen wipers for a turning on the left. It was just beginning to get dark, and if she didn't find the place in the next ten minutes or so, she's going to have to head back to Norwich. About two hundred yards past the spot where the sat-nav was so insistent she turned left, Emily saw a thin rutted track with a wooden sign that said, Hilltop Farm. She looked around at the flat landscape. There wasn't a hill in sight. She edged the car into the lane and drove as fast as she dared up the track, wincing as the car rocked from side to side as the wheels hit large potholes. Through the wipers, she could see a farmhouse at the end of the track, in front of her. But she still couldn't see any sign of a hill. When Emily got to the farmhouse, she parked the car and ran through the rain across to the door with her paperwork tucked underneath her coat. There was a couple of lights on, so she knew someone was home. Emily looked at the door, but couldn't see a doorbell, so she knocked as hard as she could. Ouch! Emily muttered, flexing her fingers. It was a pretty solid door. She stood in the rain waiting, but there was no response. She gritted her teeth and knocked again. This time, through the door, she heard someone shout something. Oh, come on, Emily said. How big is your bloody farmhouse? The door opened about eight inches, and a face peered through the gap. Emily smiled at the man looking at her. She would have put him in his late twenties or early thirties, and he had the complexion of a man who spent most of his time outside. Hello, she said, smiling even though she didn't feel like it. The man just stared back at her. Are you the farmer? As soon as she said this, Emily realised what a stupid question that was. Of course he was the farmer. Why else would he be living in a farmhouse? Yep, said the man, after thinking for a few seconds. Oh good, I'm from the Environment Agency. He didn't reply, but just carried on looking at her. Can I come in? It's raining, Emily asked, shaking her hair, in case he'd not noticed she was soaking wet through. The door opened fully, and the man stepped back to let Emily in. She walked through the door and was hit by a wave of warm air and the most fantastic smell of cooking. Emily looked around the kitchen, taking in the minimalist look. It was functional and lived in, but there wasn't much of a personal touch in the slightest. It certainly didn't have a woman's touch, and Emily thought for a few seconds about what she would add if she lived here. Wow, something smells good she said, looking at the large stockpot bubbling on the stove. Her stomach grumbled, 
and she realised she had not eaten anything since lunchtime. What are you cooking? Dunno, the man replied. My brother cooks. I just heat it up. Soup, maybe. Emily looked at the man, able to see him properly for the first time. He was definitely a farmer. He had jeans and a check shirt on, was well built, and Emily noticed that his hands were like shovels. Emily got the paperwork out from under her coat and looked at the front page. You must be Tom Pinch. He nodded in reply. I'm Emily Underwood. Like I said, I'm from the Environment Agency. She watched as Tom processed this information. A few seconds later he replied. Right. A man a few words then, Emily supposed. I've got some paperwork for you to look through before your annual inspection. It's due in the next few weeks. There's a copy of your last report and a self-assessment to fill out so that your visit goes as smoothly as possible. Emily was determined that this visit was going to be absolutely spot on. She couldn't afford any more problems, so she turned on the charm even more. We're really keen to help you out with the inspection, so if there's anything you need to help with, just ask. Emily noticed that Tom hadn't even looked at the paperwork, and she wondered if he could actually read. I'll have to wait for my brother, Tom said. He does things like that, see? OK, no problem. My phone number's on the paperwork. This time Tom did glance down at the file Emily put on the table. Emily suddenly realised something. Is your brother the butcher in the village? Yep, Tom replied. I met him the other day, Emily said. Nice chap. She looked at Tom, but there was no reaction from him at all. Emily tried a grin, but still nothing. She looked again round the kitchen. It wouldn't take much to brighten it up. Maybe a lick of paint on the walls and a new sink. Even just a bunch of flowers in the middle of the table would work wonders. She walked over to the stove and sniffed as her stomach gurgled again. Whatever was in the pot really did smell amazing. Emily turned back to face Tom. Can I have a look inside? She pointed at the pot. No. Oh, OK then. Well, I guess I'll better be making tracks. Things to do, people to see. You know how it is. She paused and looked at him. Maybe he didn't. Right then, I'll be off. OK, Tom replied walking over to the kitchen door and opening it for Emily. Bye. Emily tried not to laugh as she walked over to the door. Tom wasn't really very good around people. That was obvious. She fought the urge to kiss him on the cheek as she walked past him and through the door, just to see what he would do. Just ask your brother to call me if he's got any questions, said Emily as Tom closed the door in her face. At least it had almost stopped raining. She walked over to the car, laughing to herself. What a strange chap, she mumbled. As Emily opened the car door, she paused. She wasn't mistaken, she just heard a loud scream from inside the farmhouse. She waited for a second, unsure whether she could go back and knock on the door to make sure that Tom was OK. She didn't hear anything else, so shook her head and got into the car. Weirdo, she said as she started it up and drove back down the track. Hi again, Nathan Burrows here. Thanks for listening. Just a quick reminder, 
If you're interested in buying the full audiobook, head to nathanburrows.com forward slash audio or any audiobook store.